It took me a minute to drop this episode. The script was written, but your girl was sitting. I was still out here in the field. One day I was ready to let y'all live, but then someone would say something wild crazy and I'm ready to record a whole niggas ain't shit episode. Rooting for y'all on Monday, but smooth ready to knock y'all the fuck out on Friday. But I mean, I guess that's that love, hate, hate that I love you, dumbass motherfuckers. (laughs) But I say all that to say that I'm ready to be somebody's girlfriend. Operation Cuff Me in full effect. The title of today's episode is Dating Me Be Like. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Storytime with Steph. It's your girl, Steph, also known as Gangsta Spice on the gram. You can follow me at Gangsta Spice on the gram and also at Storytime with Steph. Now let's get into this episode. So I went to the gram and let the world know that I was ready to put my heart on my sleeve. Dudes were asking me, what are you looking for? What are the boyfriend prereqs? So then I came up with a list of six. You know, it could have been longer, but I didn't want motherfuckers to think that I was picky. Here are the prereqs, okay? Number one, must have a BA or five years of CEO experience. If I'm halfway into my second degree, I'm gonna need you to be calling some type of shots. Number two, must be 5'10 or taller. Emphasis on or taller, cause that Napoleon complex shit is real as fuck and I ain't got time for it. I'd much rather climb a tree. Number three, must be employed, period. Number four, romantic or whatever. I want to be wooed. I'm trying to be weak in the knees. I can hardly speak out you. All types of love languages. Yeah, I know. Hopeless romantics be like. (laughs) Number five, must be ambitious and woke. I'm giving you all types of Michelle. Are you my Barack? And number six, loves the Lord. Peep how I saved the best for last. Because we ain't got nothing in common if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Savior. Okay, you might not could tell by the way I be cursing and shit, but me and God are tight. So I put this list up on Instagram, Twitter, and some of my girlfriends shared it as well. I got a whole lot of reactions. A lot of people laughed at my list. Some of them were telling me, bitch, you better settle for four out the six. I'm just like, what? Maybe you could settle, but... I'm not settling. Say what you want, but ain't no what do you bring to the table, my nigga. We out here connecting tables. Cause ain't nothing worse than a no table having ass motherfucker. And they're easy to peep online. Especially on the gram. I post a pic. He likes it. Slides in my DMs. Cute pic. I like it. (laughs) Thanks. I'm thinking that's it. Here he go. Oh, you have great content. We should work on something together. I go on his page cause now I want to see if he even tells jokes. I'm scrolling and I see no indication that this motherfucker has any podcast production skills, no show, no jokes, no table. Was that a pitch? The fuck this look like Shark Tank? How about you hop the fuck out of my DMs and find you some business instead of trying to hop on mine, okay? I built this shit by myself. I write these jokes by myself. Build your own shit and make it pop. Then come talk to me. I'ma need you to be able to bring your own table to the table. 
But back to Operation Cuff Me, because that's still in effect. So my list is shared and I'm getting a whole lot of applicants. Every page and application was reviewed. So many unqualified motherfuckers shooting they shots. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for your time. Not today. <laughs> Dating from December to May was six months of woo chow. I done seen a lot of shit, but a lot of it had me all types of intrigue, so I was entertaining it. <laughs> Not only was I entertaining the possibility of having a boyfriend, but also a boyfriend with a girlfriend, a sister wife with a fiance, and obviously a sugar daddy, while always maintaining a loyal roster of bench warmers. Yep, I ain't shit, but only cause y'all niggas started it. If y'all ain't gonna be shit, why I gotta be? I start off telling these dudes I'm looking for a relationship. He starts talking about going with the flow. So then I switch it up and tell them I'm not looking for anything serious. And then they start talking about a relationship. Now I decide to go with the flow. Then a motherfucker want to go mute. Okay, bet. Two could play that game. I go mute too. Now he wants to hit me up. Blowing up my DMs. Oops. <laughs> now you block. Now you gotta go on Instagram.com slash Spice on your browser. Dating in DC is especially tough for me because I'm mid-key traditional. I know, you're like, bitch, what the fuck that mean? That means if you're dating me, you're paying for at least the first five dates before you even see my wallet. You're opening all the doors, doing all the driving, hitting me up first, and walking me out. So yeah, it's no surprise that 75% of my dating experience has been a little rough. All types of first dates and barely any seconds. But it's okay. It's only because I ask the important questions to filter these motherfuckers out. I ask questions like, where do you see yourself in the next three years? What are you passionate about? Do you have any sisters? And if it's going really well, are you circumcised? <laughs> no date is complete without the classic DC question. So what do you do? My answer always depends on the research that I did on your background. Because yes, I googled you. Your girl always knows her audience because a lot of you motherfuckers don't know what to do with a triple threat. Peep game. If he got money or in the studies to make some money, I'm just a law school student. If he's in tech, then I'm an IT professional. If he's in politics, then I'm just a comedian. When it came to these dates, there was really no method to my madness. There were times where I waited and times I did not. When I rushed it, I wish I waited. When I waited, I wished I rushed it. It's the worst to be vibing with someone on a few different wavelengths, only to find out that that motherfucker got a pencil ass dick. Months wasted because let's be real, what the fuck am I about to do with a skinny ass, pointy ass, pencil ass dick? Talk about the roughest few months of my life, but you know what really broke the camel's back? What? Finding out that my date was married. Like how you invite me out with a whole wedding band on? I'm sipping on my drink like bitch. Is that a wedding band on his left hand? I had so many questions, but also wanted to walk the fuck out. Then here I go trying to explain how karma worked. This motherfucker wanna fix his mouth to say, oh, me and my wife, we have an agreement. First of all, that ain't none of my business. I ain't tell your dumb ass to make an agreement with your wife and the Lord that has fine print, and I don't give a fuck about the fine print. So I'ma leave, because I couldn't even trap you if I wanted to. A whole nother bitch is running your shit. That night I went home, I was like, I don't want a boyfriend no more. Dating in 2019 is different, different. Clearly, I'm setting myself up for failure, so I'm not about to do this no more. I gotta leave the house with a different strategy. Instead of looking for a boyfriend or trying to be somebody's wifey, I'm walking out the house looking for faces to sit on. It's so liberating. <laughs> One of these nights, I was scrolling through Pinterest and I found a quote that perfectly described my dating experience. <clears throat> 
I know what I bring to the table, so trust me when I say I'm not afraid to eat alone. That brings me to today's episode's Gangsta Spice quote. You ready? Build your own motherfucking table before you step to me at mine. Good night. Farewell. See you next episode. Welcome to my show, Storytime.